27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com. And it's time for Living in the Light with Jesse B. Let's bring her on to, uh, she's very new on the network, so let's bring her on to reintroduce herself, her show, and what's up for today. Jesse, welcome back. Hi, thanks, Nicole. Glad to be back. So today's show, we're going to focus on fear. Let's get you to reintroduce yourself and what you do and, and then dive in. Okay. Uh, So I am an intuitive and um, spiritual life coach, focusing on uh, helping people through spiritual awakening experiences um, and doing general intuitive readings and medical intuition. Anything else you want me to say about that? Sorry, I get a little bit of background noise here on my end, so I'm trying to mute in between. Um, oh, just uh, let us know where you'd like to start. The floor is yours. Yeah, okay. So I felt like it was important today to talk about fear. I've had it come up a lot for my clients recently, um, and I think it's probably something that we've all struggled with at times. So um First, I want to talk about the difference between instinctual fear and what I'm calling emotional spiritual fear. So instinctual fear is the fear that keeps us safe, right? It's when we encounter a wild animal or we uh, encounter someone who may be intent on physically harming us or when we're on a high ladder or just before an accident. That's instinctual fear. It's part of our reptile brain. We don't have any control over it, and it helps to keep us safe. The kind of fear I'm talking about today is emotional spiritual fear, and this one's different. That's the fear that holds us back from manifesting, holds us back from growing emotionally and spiritually, Um, and can prevent us from living to our fullest potential. Um, We do have some control over this fear, although even though I'm sure at times it doesn't feel like it. Um, We can control and even conquer it. Um, And this fear is a fear that attaches itself to our beliefs, stories we tell ourselves, foreign energy within our energy field and system, and it tends to create a negative feedback loop. So it reinforces all of those limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves. It reinforces the negative stories that we have in our mind. It it really just limits us in such profound ways. Um, some of them I'm going to list. These may sound familiar to you. Uh, fear of failure. Fear of judgment and disapproval from others. Fear of making a mistake. Fear of making a wrong decision. Fear of looking or being foolish. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of reliving emotional pain and trauma. Fear of success. Fear of actually getting what we want. Um, And then fear of having to perform. The list goes on and on, and I'm sure our listeners could list a hundred more. 
fears. Um, and actually, I would like to hear from people as to what sort of fears they have been dealing with and, and what they're, what fears they're working on to try and conquer. So you can actually call into us at 646-595-4274, or you can email the show at ontheair at telus.net. And I'd love to hear from you folks on what sort of fear you've been dealing with. Um, this sort of fear feeds into our emotions around imposter syndrome and procrastination and avoidance as well. So it can actually have quite a lot of um, hook in us. And so releasing it, figuring out ways to overcome it can have profound effects on your emotional well-being, your ability to manifest, um, living your life to its fullest potential, finding good solutions to perceived problems. So, as we delve into this topic a little bit more, um, I felt it was important to tell you folks about some fears that that I've dealt with. Um, the biggest one being, uh, as I think I mentioned in the first show, I am a cancer survivor. And when you have cancer, there are certain milestones after your treatment that they want you to meet. And one of them is one year cancer free and then three years and, and so on until you get to seven years. And then once you reach seven years, they think you're free and clear. So as my seventh year was approaching, I had a lot of fear about the cancer returning since I'd already had a reoccurrence one other time. And I was doing a lot of work on trying to release this fear and I felt like I just wasn't really getting anywhere. I mean, it would it would seem to go away and then come back, and it was it was clearly very very sticky. So there was a um, retreat coming up that um, that looked interesting and was all about releasing, and it was you know releasing anything. So I decided to go to this retreat, and I spent the first two days of the retreat listening to everybody else's stories, working on my fear, and finally on the third day of the retreat, I got brave and raised my hand to go up to the front to work with the um, leader of this retreat on this fear and going up there was transformative to say the least um we we discussed what this story was that i was telling myself about how the cancer was going to return and and i was just going to keep going through this over and over and over again and and just all the the fear around that. Uh, and then he walked me through an exercise to release that fear. And it was it was very profound and very affirming, actually. Uh, it didn't try and just push that feeling down. It, fully allowed me to feel that feeling of fear and 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 just examine it and see what it was all about. And in so doing, I was actually able to release it. And then something amazing really happened, uh, which I didn't fully appreciate until uh, weeks later, and I'm still appreciating it now. 
um, not only did it break free that fear, it broke free a lot of other fears that I had been carrying that I wasn't even aware were impacting me. Uh, It completely dissolved a fear of heights that I had had that as a child I'd never had, but as I grew older and let other people's ideas and beliefs enter into my system, um, I developed this fear of heights. And it, and it was crippling, but I was like, I live in a single-story house. I don't have to get up on my roof. It's fine. <laughs> um, but lo and behold, this retreat, um, we did need to get up on the roof. And I, like, climbed up the ladder like it, it was nothing. I mean, it was just amazing. So there is tremendous benefit in doing the things that we need to do from an emotional and spiritual point of view to get rid of fear and work on the underlying beliefs that that it can be attached to or thoughts or, or whatever. Um, and uh, Nicole, if we get any calls or um, emails, uh, please feel free to interrupt. Um, okay, we do. Oh, great. Okay. So what have we got? Oh, sorry. I said we'll do. <laughs> Not oh, we'll. <laughs> so I thought you said we do. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the board right. for you. <laughs> All right, perfect. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so it's important to clear and release this this emotional, spiritual fear because, um, like I've said, it is the hook that keeps us living small. It keeps us thinking small. It keeps us denying ourselves of our true power and nature as the manifestors of our reality. It makes our beliefs and stories extra sticky and difficult to clear and release. Um, Actually can make us form stories in our head that aren't true at all. So, um, and it can also mask some of our beliefs and stories that we tell ourselves. So we're not even aware of those things holding us back. Um, It allows doubt to creep in. It, It is responsible oftentimes for us creating self-sabotaging actions. Um, I had a client recently who had a real fear of developing diabetes and had lots of family members who, as they got older, developed it. Um, And was really reluctant to, wanted to deal with the fear, but was really reluctant to do so. And as we started working together, um, it was clear that this was creating some self-sabotaging actions. So this client would get rid of all the sugary things in their house and, um, practice a clean eating for about a week. And then they'd have to go to the grocery store and they'd go to the grocery store and have their list, which was full of healthy and nutritious foods. And by the time they got to the checkout counter, their cart was full of those things, plus cookies and ice cream and candy and salty snacks and, and a lot of stuff that, that they didn't want to be buying but felt compelled to do so. And it wasn't until we really started to look at that fear about developing diabetes and and what that was attached to um, that we were able to 
get to the bottom of it, start to work on releasing it, which then just naturally she began to no longer crave the sweets and, and salty foods and highly processed things. And she just naturally began to buy more healthy foods and start exercising and all of the things that she said that she'd wanted to do all along but couldn't really stick with. One example that was pretty profound for her um, and actually quite fascinating to watch. I Watching her go through that process while it was uncomfortable for her at first was was really rewarding. It it just filled my heart with joy to see her get to the spot where she she just loved where she was at and she could she could allow these these things that she's been trying to manifest in. It it was beautiful. Um, it can also cause us to have decision paralysis. Um And it allows others' ideas and beliefs to take up residence in our mind and body. And this one is one that I think people tend to forget about because we tend to think that all of our thoughts and beliefs are ours. And oftentimes, they're not. They could be family, friends, and some of their beliefs and fears. So... um, Actually, Nicole, I want to ask you, do you have a fear that you have either conquered or felt uh, like it was really causing you problems? Hmm. I have a phobia that's been pretty annoying, um, which I attribute to, you know, maybe past life death or something, because um, it's pretty mm. intense mm-hmm. of fights and uh, early on, I'd gone to Hardbacker's Warrior Camp a couple of times and dangled off of high things. And I, by facing it, it got better for, to a degree. Um, mm-hmm. But it uh, it's always there, you know. I have, like, I yeah. have people um, driving through mountainous areas, like, well, I just can't. <laughs> In some areas, I just can't do it. Uh, and uh-huh. it bars me from seeing, you know, um, close friends who live you know, on the other side of a mountain or something. So it's really annoying. To not mm. be able to decide and choose, you know. Right, right. And and what are some techniques that you've you've, if you don't mind talking about this, that you've tried to incorporate to help try and release it? Um, yeah. Well, I I did the confronting and going through things, and that helped for a short period of time. But like I said, it just it's always creeping back in. So mm-hmm, I haven't mm-hmm. overcome it as yet. Okay. Well, is that something that you might want to work on today? <laughs> Not to put you on oh, the spot. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, no is a perfectly acceptable answer. No, that's good. Let's do it. Before we do that, let's actually take everybody through um, a grounding exercise because grounding is a great way to passively release fear as it comes up. So anybody who is not driving or operating machinery right now, um, uh, just get comfortable and close your eyes and take a few deep breaths in. Those of you that are driving or operating machinery, um, you can do this with your eyes open or, you know, stop what you're doing if you would like to take part. So, uh, yeah, so just get comfortable, eyes open or closed, take a few deep breaths in and out. And in and out. And I want you to imagine that there are tree roots 
emerging from the base of your spine and the bottom of your, of your feet. I want you to imagine those roots growing down through the floor, through the ground, down through the topsoil, effortlessly growing towards the center of the earth. Now going through the bedrock, through the crust, down into the mantle, and anchoring themselves effortlessly to the core of the earth. And just really enjoy those roots grounding you, bringing you fully in to alignment with the earth. And feel her loving energy flowing through those roots back up to you. Mm. And now, as you're feeling very grounded, I want you to imagine, much like the sap of a tree, anything that doesn't belong to you, that isn't in your highest and best good, is holding you back, causing you pain. Just let it flow down those roots effortlessly. Down, down, until they reach the center of the earth, where Mother Gaia can transform them and transmute them and send all of that energy that's been transmuted back up to you as love. As we sit here feeling the effortless release of anything we're ready to let go of. Just know that you can ground yourself to Mother Earth anytime you need to, whenever you feel necessary. And you can continue to allow this grounding to work in the background as you go about your day and continue to listen to the show. And if you want to spend some more time basking in this, feel free to do so. Or, whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes and continue listening. So this is an exercise that I like to do every morning as part of my morning routine. And it just helps me passively release anything that is out of alignment with my highest and best good. And I encourage you all to, to try it. Try it for a week. Try it for two weeks every morning. Just imagining the tree roots coming down and this wonderful exchange of energy between you and the earth. So that's a really good way to help release fear. Um, for those of you that like prayer, prayer is another great way to do that. Um, you can also work with your higher self. Your higher self is really great at helping with fear because they have that spiritual perspective that when we are in a body is really difficult for us to remember as we go about our day-to-day -day business. Um, I work with spirit guides, angels, and ascended masters to help release fear. 
um, I practice really good energy hygiene. And what I mean by that is um, I spend some time every morning and every evening uh, removing other people's energy from my energetic field and making sure that I'm not sending all of my energy out into other people's energetic fields. Um, I like to do that actually in conjunction with that grounding exercise that I just walked everyone through. I find that those two things made a huge difference in not only being able to release fear, but helping me manifest things that I was wanting and and also helping me get to really understanding what was actually mine and what was other people's. So that's a great one. Just meditation in general is a fantastic way to work on any of these things, uh, but fear in general, fear in particular. Um, another thing that I think is really helpful and we don't often do enough, especially those of us that are empathic or um, sensitive, is we don't stop and ask ourselves if if this is even ours. So I want everybody to think of a fear that they have and just ask yourself, is this really mine or is this someone else's? Is this my mother's? Is this my father's? Is this my best friend's? Is this a coworker's? Um, it's really easy to pick up other people's stuff when when they're highly empathic um, or highly sensitive. So so that's another good one. Um, a lot of journaling and manifest or uh, sorry mindfulness can can help with that, uh, especially the journaling because you can go back and see patterns. Oh, this fear comes up whenever I'm around this person or, oh, this fear comes up whenever I'm thinking about making a change in my job or whenever I'm thinking about going out on a date. So you can start to see patterns there that help you release um, through journaling and mindfulness. Uh, another one that that I think is fun, but I didn't when I first started doing it, is actually walking myself through the worst possible outcome that could happen. So, Nicole, you had mentioned fear of heights, and that was also one that, as I said, I had as well. Um, and it was paralyzing, much like you. I, there were certain bridges that I wouldn't drive across because mm. <laughs> they were too high and and things like that. Um, and so uh, one day, working with a mentor of mine, uh, she was like, "Let's just let's just imagine what's the worst possible thing that could actually happen to you if you were to drive across a high bridge." And 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 she's like, "And I want you to be as absurd as possible. So you know, just the absolute worst thing that could happen." And I live in the Pacific Northwest, and um, those of you that also live in the Pacific Northwest, and even those of you that didn't, there's a very famous footage of a bridge that we used to call Galloping Gertie in Tacoma that started swaying and then broke apart, right? So that was <laughs> that was what I always pictured. And so she's like, okay, but they've rebuilt that bridge. So would that happen now? There's been much higher windstorms. Would that happen again? And I'm like, well, no, probably not. So it was a way for me to see sort of the absurdity of of what I was imagining, right? Oftentimes our imagination is so much worse than what actually can happen, right? And that tends to get in our head as well. 
Um, that's a great one. And then any other releasing technique that works for you. Uh, I mentioned in my first show that I also do uh, the Sedona method, which is a fabulous technique for releasing and, and, and very, very simple. Um, and then the last one, and this one, last one that I have, listeners may have ideas too, which I would love to hear. So again, if you've got ideas or a fear you want to work on, you know, call us 646-595-4274 or email us on, on the air at tellus.net. Um, so this last one is surrender. Now, I tend to be a bit of a control freak. So when I hear the word surrender, I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but that's not the sort of surrender that I'm, I'm talking about. And in fact, my, my guides today uh, gave me a message about surrender. And I'm going to read it to you now. Uh, The best way to combat fear is by surrender. Surrender your control. Surrender your outcome. Surrender your feeling of other. Surrender brings up fear and resistance because you think surrender means loss or weakness. It does not. It means faith, love, and support. When you surrender, you make space for the love, faith, and support to pour in. We urge you to give it a try. You literally have nothing to lose and the unconditional love of the universe to gain. I thought that was very beautiful and much nicer way of putting it than I tend to think about surrender. Um, surrender is is a tough one for us because we do tend to think, especially in Western culture, that we should be able to conquer everything and, and do it all on our own. And, and if you surrender, you've somehow lost something or you're, or you're being weak. Um, but on the occasions when I can do it, it's anything but that. Uh, the message that I got today has actually mirrored the experience of when I surrender. Um, it's almost as if when you surrender, it allows flow to happen. Um, I had a situation with a family member um, that was very stressful. And and the more I tried to control it, the more out of control it got, which is usually the case. But anyway, um, and I finally had done everything that I knew how to do and none of it was working. And I was miserable. They were miserable. Everybody in the family was miserable. And I finally just gave up. And, and I even said out loud, I don't know what to do anymore. I've tried everything. I just don't know what to do. And and I had my dogs in the room with me. And there was an audible voice that that filled the room that told me exactly what to do next. And it was nothing I would have ever thought of. And at first I was like, did I just hear that? And then I looked down and the dogs were looking around the room. So I knew that it had actually been a voice that filled the room. And it it in that moment when I surrendered, then exactly what I needed came through. So Hmm. surrendering our need to control fear is perhaps the most powerful way to get rid of it. I'm not saying it's the easiest, because like I said, we tend to want to control things, but it is very very powerful if you can get to that point. So I'm 
So how I'm do you getting... I work on yeah. clearing with heights thing? Because like I said, I've yeah. done this that, that means I went. Yeah, you've got you know, exactly. I, I did rappelling and I did, you know, all the horrifying things and the high ropes I, and, you know, just being glued <laughs> to the side of cliffs crying for an hour, you know, not fun. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds very traumatic. Yes, and, and not not at all how I would want want to do that either. Um, well, did any of the ways that I mentioned sound interesting or make your little spidey senses tingle? Um, well, this is a pretty intense phobia. So when I was listening, I mean, it sounded all comfy. But uh-huh. I, with my belief system, I think I, I programmed myself early on that things have to be hard and dramatic and, you know, stuck to a cliff, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is why I ended up there, right? So so you're going to have uh-huh. to walk me through that. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing I want you to do is I want you to hold in your mind uh, a traffic light, so red, yellow, green, and ask yourself, is it really true that it has to be hard and difficult? And let the traffic light be the answer. I got yellow. <laughs> okay. So there's still a little wanting to hang on and control that. Big time. So could so could you just, I'm going to take you through the Sedona method, actually. So could you, in this moment, fully embrace that feeling of resistance and control? Okay. And then in that, in the same moment, could you allow the feeling of wanting to do anything with or about that, like hold it close, push it away, move on to something else. Could you just allow that wanting to do something about it just for now? I think so. Okay. And then could you allow the feeling that this is personal, that it's about you and who you are? Okay. Okay. We often get a story in our head and we want to, we want to cling on to that. So now, could you just rest as the oneness, the beingness, your higher self, which is above this story that you've told yourself about being afraid of heights, wanting to control the outcome? Could you just rest as that which is above that? I'm overthinking a bit, trying to figure out how to uh-huh. get there, as opposed to just getting yeah. there. There's no, there's no where to get to. That is your true state. So we can we can do this a slightly different way. Uh, in this moment, could you just, even if it's a fraction of a moment let go of trying to control the around your fear you can always go back to it but just in this moment could you just let that go for right now so I can right now because I'm not on a cliff <laughs> or a bridge. Yep. Or, no, that's fine. You know? And that's yeah. all, that's all I'm asking. Just in this moment, just okay. right now, could you just let go? Okay. And then would you let that go? Theoretical still? <laughs> yep. Okay. Theoretically. And yep. And when would you let that go? And all you have to, the reply that you need to say is now, later, it doesn't matter what the reply is. Well, later. The process itself. Okay. So the process itself is is part of the release. So Mm -hmm. 
if you were if we were to look at this again and go through those same questions, it probably feels slightly less sticky now. Yeah. Than it did before. Yep. So that the Sedona method is a really easy method where you just continue to ask yourself those same three questions. Could I let it go? Would I let it go? And when? And you can ask them as often as you want. um, But each time that you do that with that issue, it, it gets less and less sticky as it were. Mm. So, you know, some people can spend hours doing this because they're enjoying it. I tend to do it, you know, a few times until I actually feel a, a much larger release and then and then I let it go and then I can pick it up later if I need to. But yeah. that's a good one because you can do that in your head. You don't have you don't need anything special. You can just go about your day while you're asking yourself these questions. I'm assuming too it's easier with things than a life and death all consuming full on level ten intense uh, phobia, right? So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean that's what yes, that is, is, right? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. For me, I I think that the fear of heights for me was definitely tied in to or hooked into that need to control because you know falling you have no control right because i I feel like i have it because i died going off cliffs and crap (laughs) a few too many times it wasn't fun (laughs) you know so Mm -hmm. understandably i'm gonna control that crap not try not to do that again (laughs) you know right yeah but my for me it was just a general you know belief that I had to control everything in order for, Mm. you know, much like you, I felt like everything had to be hard. And so the way to make things appear to make things easier was by controlling everything, which actually did the opposite. The more I tried to control things, the more out of control they got. But that's what we do as humans, right? We, We find something that worked, maybe even just a little bit, and then we continue to do that, even though it's not working anymore, because we did it before and it worked. So, gosh darn it, it should just keep working. <laughs> and it should be hard and we have to struggle and we have to we have to really feel it and be down in it to make it go away. And And then I'm postulating to everyone, and again discern this for yourselves but I'm postulating that it actually can be very easy and in that ease is where we can transform so the struggle and the strife was very much that 3D earth energy for the longest time and now that the earth has moved into this 4d energy we actually can let go of the struggle and get further along than we did with brute force it's kind Mm. of the difference between uh feminine energy and masculine energy right like my husband thinks that everything can be solved by just beating <laughs> on it with a hammer. <laughs> and I tend to want to take a more nuanced approach. So, I mean, that's just a very rudimentary example. But I do think that as we've, we're moving into this energy, we should examine, you know, do I really have to struggle that hard to work on something? Do I even need to work on it? Can I just turn it over to spirit and let them work on it? Because they're more than willing to help us with all of this stuff. We just don't ask them. So an easy, actually, that's a great way to work on fear. 
turn it over to your guides. Let them do it for you. They'd love to help with that. So I'm going to ask you those questions one more time, Nicole. Let's just see, because I know we're getting close to our, our end of our time. But when you think about your fear of heights, could you just in this moment, just for a fraction of a second, let that go? Yep. <laughs> okay. Would would you? Yep. Okay. When? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> Soon to <good> Okay. <laughs> yep. But I did feel Soon that. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you did let you did let some of that go. And hmm. now the next time that you do that, it there'll be even less to let go of. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a question here from Andrea in New York. Let's try to squeeze okay. that in before we run out of yeah, time. Yeah, let's squeeze that uh, in. She is asking about fear around finances. She feels that her energy actually creates what she is most afraid of happening, which is running out or being short. So anything you yes. can give her for advice. Yes. Uh, Andrea, you are 100% correct. What you fear is exactly what you attract because the energy that you're putting into the fear is actually what's helping manifest the very thing that you don't want to have happen. Um, That is something, Andrea, if you're interested, I could help you work on in sessions. But for right now, um, I think that instead of focusing on this fear around finances, let's look at areas of your life where that isn't actually true. So um, I like to say, you know, look where, look for, our, our mind loves to look for where the problems are. So it's just a way of sort of redirecting our minds to instead of look for where the problem is, look for where the problem isn't. So you may feel like, oh, my gosh, I I don't have enough money to retire for what. I don't know what Andrea's specific issue around finances is, but I'm, I'm just that's the example that popped in my head oh my gosh, I'm never going to have enough money to retire. I'm going to have to work forever. So instead of looking at that and fixating on that, look instead to the fact that I have a job that allows me to do the things that I'm really interested in doing right now. Oh, I, I actually have more in my retirement account than I realized. Or oh, I can actually take $20 a week and put that towards my retirement account. So this is sort of helping the brain focus more on positive things related to finances as opposed to the negative things that are perpetuated in the cycle. Um, The other thing, Andrea, I would suggest doing is doing that grounding exercise that I walked everyone through and really just releasing your whole story around money. Um, We often get that money story from our parents or from people around us that we saw. And so then we think that's true. But if we can release the story that we tell ourselves around money, it allows space for a different and better reality to come in. So maybe don't work on the fear because the fear feels too much, but work on that story around money and releasing that as a way to get closer to a point where you can start to then release the fear. 
beautiful. Thank you for that that question, Andrea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let us know how it goes. We've got a couple of minutes before the top, so uh, it's time for wrapping up and shameless self-promotion. All right. So I'm going to try to do better on my shameless self-promotion this time. so you can find me at um, serenityintuitive.com or email me at serenityintuitive at gmail.com. And uh, I offer uh, spiritual life coaching and mentoring, um, intuitive sessions, either readings or in the case of fear like we talked about today working with people one-on-one to help release fear Um, I also do medical intuitive readings Um, a lot of times our fears can manifest as physical ailments and so there's a tie in there Uh, I also do some animal communication so um, if any of those things sound interesting to you or you've liked uh, what you've heard today, then please feel free to go to my website, again, serenityintuitive.com or email me at serenityintuitive at gmail.com and uh, perhaps we can work together. I'd love to help anybody that wants to get past some of these fears. Beautiful. Well, yeah. that grounding exercise you did was so powerful. I've been in the zone since, and uh, thank, very grateful awesome. for you to be here and looking forward to next time already, Jesse. Be well. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. She's all linked, she's all linked up at newsforthesoul.com. Uh, Diane, Indigenous Perspectives, is next. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show.